The City of Ohio State podcast takes a deep dive into the support services that keep OSU's Columbus campus running 24-7. Hear from industry experts in facilities, construction, real estate, public safety, transportation, and more. The City of Ohio State podcast is brought to you by the Office of Administration and Planning. Go Bucks! Hello and welcome to the City of Ohio State podcast. I'm your host, Dan Hedman. Last month, we discussed deferred maintenance. For episode eight, we're looking ahead to these colder months to understand how Ohio State handles winter weather, from when to hold classes to how to keep campus safe. Today, we'll chat with Jeff Barr, Ohio State's Assistant Director of Landscape Services. His crew clears campus snow and ice and keeps this small city up and running in the winter. First, though, I'd like to welcome the university's emergency management director, Robert Armstrong. Robert, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. While we'll hear from Jeff in a few minutes about the logistics behind keeping roads and sidewalks clear, many students and staff may be curious how the university evaluates winter storms and makes determinations about classes or events. So first things first, can you provide a little bit of context on how rare it is for Columbus campus to close or even cancel classes and some of the rationale behind that. Is there an absolute temperature or condition that dictates a class cancellation? I really wish it were that easy, Dan. I, I, I do. But first, in, in everything that we do and all the decisions that we make, the safety of our campus community is our number one priority. I also want to emphasize that the Ohio State Columbus campus really never closes. Um, you know, we may cancel classes, we may close offices, but we still have residence halls and dining halls and libraries and rec centers and, you know, the medical center and vet med and police security. I mean, all of those folks are on campus no matter what uh, the weather conditions are. So, we, you know, we really never close, but we we do cancel classes, not nearly as often as uh, some of our students would like, I'm sure. Um, you know, since the 70s, uh, over the past 50 years, the, the Columbus cancel was canceled about 19 times. Um, the decision is is really never black and white. So many factors, uh, you know, go into it. The the storm timing, uh, you know, whether it's 9 p.m. or or 5 a.m., you know, when when the water or, or the the snow is coming in, you know, if it comes in at 9 p.m., we may have time to clean it all up. If it's 5 a.m., you know, it, it, that's right when people are starting to get to campus, and it makes it a little more difficult. Um, you know, it, it's we put a lot of trust in the National Weather Service and with their forecast, um, we re, the, the, the determining factors are, you know, how much snow are we going to get? Um, is there ice? Is there sleet? You know, what came first? You know, the, the snow or the ice and the sleet? That makes a difference on how easy it is to clean things up. And when it comes to temperature and the wind chill. Um, you know, what time is the temperature going to bottom out? Um, how long will it stay there? Um, you know, were we able to get brine down? And I'm sure Jeff will talk about that. You know, could we get brine down to maybe make it a little easier for the snow to be cleaned up? Um, you know, we take very seriously our obligation to provide the full measure of instruction to all the students, but we want to do this as safely as we possibly can. Yeah, 19 times since the 70s, that is not a lot. I remember when there were snow days when I was little, it was great. You went out, you sledded, you did all that stuff. And, and now it seems like for my kids, fog can have a two-hour delay, but the bar a little bit higher uh, on a college campus, it sounds like. How about the regional campuses like Lima, Mansfield, for instance? They may cancel classes or even close more often. Why is that? Yeah, so, so you know, Columbus is in the middle of the 14th largest city in the entire country. 
for the most part, the regional campuses, they're commuter campuses. They're that, you know, where the students, faculty and staff are driving on side roads, country roads, you know, for up to an hour to get to campus. Uh, they're in a more rural, less populated setting that quite frankly, often has more cows than people. Um, you're more likely to see a snow drift than a snow plow. So, you know, it, it's they have a, a different set of, of challenges that they have to overcome uh, when you're talking, you know, heavy snow. And it takes a lot longer for, for those folks to be able to clean off the roads and make it safe to get to campus than it does here in, in a larger city. Okay, that makes sense. So it's not apples to apples. If Lima closes, for instance, or cancels classes, that doesn't necessarily dictate Columbus. And that has to do also with regionally and, and the snow accumulation there, I'm sure. But so back to Columbus, then how does this decision about classes get made? So, you know, a group of university leaders from across the institution, and, and that includes student life, academic affairs, campus park, um, cabs, the medical center, facilities, police. I mean, there are so many different groups that come come together, as well as some of our off-campus partners. Uh, you know, we all come together. We discuss, you know, what the available information is, what 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 intel that we have, and then we present a joint recommendation, which is carried forward by the provost. You know, ultimately, the provost, the president, are going to make that uh, make that decision based on the information and the intel that they have. So what other factors may be considered then and who all gets consulted when gathering information? I mean, you talked about some of those groups, but um, what sorts of things are you trying to, to, to pull out of the conversation when you're getting on the phone at nine, 10 o'clock at night? Yeah, or two or three in the morning. There are so many uh, factors that are taken into consideration. I mean, we look at the off-campus off road conditions, you know, whether it's you know, 70, 71, 6, 73, 15, the highways that kind of uh, lead into and out of, you know, campus and, and Columbus, as well as some of the secondary roads, you know, High Street and Lane Avenue, Olentangy River. Um, you know, the, the city has a priority list that they try to work on. Um, it, it doesn't always match our priority as a university, but they do their best. Uh, we stay in very close communication with, with Franklin County, uh, the sheriff's office. Uh, they are the ones that issue a snow emergency. So, you know, the, if there's a level one snow emergency, that just means, you know, things are a little bit slick. You want to be careful. But when you get to the level two or three, that kind of changes the the uh, the, the uh, changes, you know, the decision a bit. And we, we work to try and uh, uh, figure out what the best uh, what the best recommendation is to push forward. We'll also look at the forecast for the coming hours and, uh, you know, how do the campus roads look and the sidewalks look and the parking lots and. We also do, I want to make sure I mention, we, we do look at disability access. We take a look to make sure that the, you know, or do we have the cutouts on the sidewalks, you know, clear where, where those who need it can use it. Yeah, and a lot goes into this, right? You would think it's much easier, like, to have class or not have class. But with people living on campus and a medical center, I mean, uh, when you start to close things down, it makes life on campus harder for those folks, too, I imagine. So, okay, finally, before we bring in Jeff Barr, and I appreciate everything we've heard so far, Bob, I've heard that once people get to campus, they're like, oh, the roads are clear, but sometimes it's getting to campus that's the hurdle. One, um, kind of what does that say about Jeff's team, who we're about to speak with? And then two, uh, how does that factor into your decision making um, when you're when you're having these conversations? Not just the uh, the getting to campus, but getting around when you're here. Yeah, you know Jeff's team, and and you know I know you're going to talk to him. He he, they do an amazing job. I don't remember, and I'm sure he'll talk about how many miles and miles of roads and sidewalks they have, and and they just do a fantastic job of getting campus clear. We know we can't make this decision in a vacuum. 
input from a variety of sources and viewpoints, you know, both on campus and off campus are, are needed for us to make an informed decision. And it, it, there's a lot of factors to consider. All right, Bob, thanks for being with us. Thank you very much. We'll now bring in Jeff Barr. Jeff is FOD's Assistant Director for Landscape Services, a group largely responsible for maintaining campus roads and sidewalks. Jeff, whether or not classes are canceled, your crew is hard at work. What is a typical shift like during a winter storm, and what is the manpower and equipment used? First of all, there usually is no typical winter storm. Um, so the timing of the storm really dictates what we will do. Uh, the manpower that we have is about 30 full-time staff that will work. And we also use uh, mostly our utility vehicles, which you see around campus are the orange Kubotas or the green John Deere Gators with snow plows and salt spreaders. We also use your typical pickup trucks with plows and the larger dump trucks that you see using on our roadways and docks that the landscape crew will be clearing. Yeah, it's a really impressive operation, right? I mean, the name of the podcast is City of Ohio State, right? And that's because we're so similar to a, a city, right? I mean, we have uh, our own medical center. There's sporting events, roads, sidewalks, residence halls. Um, so can you put into perspective for us here just the volume? It's 40 miles of roadway, I think 140 miles of sidewalk, give or take, on campus. How long does it take to clear one time and how do you keep up with the storm? And then I guess, second part, are there any priority areas that you would clear first? Usually it'll take somewhere between six and eight hours to clear the sidewalks and roadways one time. The way we keep up with it is that we do prioritize some areas over other areas. First and foremost is Wexford Medical Center with the patients, visitors, faculty, and staff that come in and out of the hospitals. That is our a, a very high priority for us. Our next priority is obviously our roadways as we want to get people in and out, whether they're commuters, faculty, staff, or visitors. And then we also want to focus on, since we do have so many students here in residence halls, getting them from the residence halls to the dining halls and classrooms are also a priority for us. Um, so it, it, it is quite an undertaking, and we're very proud of the work that the staff do. I mean, some of this is dictated by when the snow comes, but... These shifts could be starting at two, three in the morning and, and going throughout the day, staggering staff, uh, depending on how long the storm goes, right? They sure could. It all depends on when the weather comes in, what time of day, and that kind of dictates our how we will schedule for the day. So if, it, if it's coming overnight, obviously we want the snow to fall first before we start clearing. So we may be in as early as 2 a.m. or it could come during the daytime where staff need to stay past their normal working hours and, and potentially work another four to six hours for a day. If we do know uh, a storm is imminent and it's bringing a lot of snow, we likely would go to a split shift, which means we have staff working 12 hours, 12 hour shifts at a time so that we always have presence on campus focusing on those priority areas. And beyond clearing the snow, I know you use rock salt and also um, brine to, uh, to treat the roads beforehand to cut down on ice. So one other question I had for you, ADA access, it's a major issue during winter weather, and especially on a pedestrian-focused campus like Ohio State. I know this topic holds a special place in your heart. We've talked about it before, but can you explain for the listeners how your team handles this and why it's so important to you personally? Sure, Dan. Thanks for asking. We work with TTM and finding out where a lot of the paratransit, 
pick up and drop off locations where they're very busy, where we have on street um, handicapped parking, buildings that have potentially a lot of use for those with physical challenges to get in and out of buildings so that they can attend class. It is very personal for me. At the age of uh, 39, my father was injured on the job in a work accident that left him paralyzed from the waist down. I had just graduated high school, so my father, before his passing, for 30 years was in a wheelchair. The last 10 years of his life, he lived with me so I could help him out. So I really got firsthand of the challenges that is somebody that is wheelchair bound and, and having access to, to go to class, medical appointments, get to and from work. The challenges they have are, are quite enormous when it comes to snow and ice. So imagine somebody in a power wheelchair that doesn't, that doesn't have sidewalk cleared for them and their tires are just spinning um, because it's slick. So we really focus on those to make sure that our folks that have physical challenges can get to and from class just like anybody else. That's really good perspective, Jeff, that you you bring to this role. Last thing from me here, Campus Park uh, is responsible for parking lots and garage rooftops. I know your crew handles the roads and sidewalks and entryways to buildings are actually handled by custodial crews for the most part. What about off-campus roads and sidewalks? I'm talking about those neighborhoods some of our students might live in east of High Street. Who's responsible for those areas, the roads and the sidewalks over there? So, for example, High Street and Lane Avenue, those are City of Columbus streets, so they are responsible for clearing those roadways. Uh, landlords and tenants are responsible for their sidewalks in front of their residence, whether it's a rental or ownership. Those, those folks are responsible for those sidewalks. As you mentioned, Dan, we only focus on campus sidewalks, roadways, and docks uh, to service the folks that are coming in here, whether students, faculty, visitors, or staff. Well, I know you do a great job, uh, Jeff, and your team works really hard. We appreciate your work, but I am hoping, crossing my fingers, we don't see a whole lot of snow this year. Uh, either way, we will be prepared, Dan, to uh, serve the OSU community and, and looking forward to the snow sometimes. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. The City of Ohio State podcast is brought to you by the Office of Administration and Planning. Until next time, be kind and go Bucks.